0: Welcome back to another edition of the Power Podcast. Uh, this week we'll be looking at the Panthers trial and reviewing all last week's junior reps, and then looking forward to this upcoming week's junior reps. Um, but to start off with, I'm I'm joined by Bertie. Hi, how's it going, Birdie? Buongiorno. Him. Friend, um. Hey, how's it going? And your host, Mr. Big Chest. Mr. What is Turning friend in the need, building. Going to need a did, did, here. Did
1: you go to the gym for the first time in your life?
0: No, um, so there's a Steelers player, Antonio Brown. Oh, yes. it has gone off the rails <laughs> and yes. is now referring to himself as Mr. Big Chest. I completely forgot so, um, that tweet. That oh was just so out of the
2: blue that you, know, you wouldn't believe it if you didn't see it. But yeah, that's Mr. Big Chest.
0: Well. It's, it's always never give yourself a nickname. That's that's one of life's rules.
2: <laughs> I don't know. If someone told me to call him Mr. Big Chest, yeah, you, nah, almost, that's... you almost have to do it just to riff on him.
0: <laughs> um, Alright, well, um, before I say something that I shouldn't Let's move into the uh, Tasha Gales uh, match uh, With the women coming up trumps against a very good Dragons team Who had flogged the Sharks 40-0 to nil the week before 26-25, to 20, five tries to 4 um, It was a bit of a back-and-forth uh, back affair But try-scorers Pearl McCarthy for a brace Breeze, um... It's E apostrophe E. I don't know how to pronounce that. I'd say um, E-E.
1: but I reckon.
0: That's what I'd I'd say.
1: E-T-E. Sorry, Breeze and her probably wonderful family.
0: And Akabu and Fakua. Or Fakawa. I think that's how it is. Okay. And and three from five (laughs) conversions.
2: I think Ham was there too. We actually got to see see some of this game. Um, Hmm. It was some inclement weather. Um, you know, rain on and off. Very physical game. Um, some of the hits, uh, right near the goal lines was brutal. Uh, Very yeah. loud
1: game too. The yeah, crowd was right into it.
2: Really fun, um, vocal, uh, and you know, uh, partisan home crowd there. But, uh, yeah, re- really fun, fun game to watch. And I was talking to him on the day, saying I wasn't sure if um the dragons were good or not in this grey. But it turns out that obviously fogged Cronulla, who are usually a pretty good outfit in the girls. So that's a a milestone win really and and
1: i was just about to say a milestone win because it's their second win of the season so they and they've their, already equaled last year's total uh, yeah. yeah so you know big year obviously they've put in with those um club training sessions has helped helped them a lot and um good on joe nullivow i believe is their coach
2: yes he's um held on to the the gig from last year yeah so, yeah that's a fair effort.
0: Yeah, so congratulations to the girl, and we hope we uh, to to the women, and we hope we see um, a couple more wins like that. Then into the Harold Matthews. Um, I'll I'll get to your forty. Uh sorry, Ham and forty. Um, but first the score was Eels 16, Cronulla 18. Uh, three tries to the Eels: Langi, Kalachi, and Malau. Is it Malalu? I think we went through that last week. Yeah,
1: Malulu or something like that. I think.
0: And two from three conversions. And then uh, the Sharks had four tries with only one conversion. Um, now, start your ref's fault. Oh, I saw the tweet.
1: Uh, I, I got angry again because I remembered the... Uh, that The thing was, it wasn't ref's fault because he was just awful overall. The touches That's are the pretty thing.
2: bad too. It wasn't just the ref. Oh,
1: it was just... it was. Terrible officiating. There was so many calls let go. There were six again calls and there weren't six again calls. And yeah, it, it wasn't the ref's fault because it was poor both sides. But the sharks were able to take more advantage of the poor calling. Yeah, I think. to to
2: credit the Cronulla Sharks, they had a young half who was very good at game management, uh, kicking game. Oh yeah, he's kicking brilliant. was unreal. Um, They, you know, consist to get to their last tackle and either drill it downfield within the 10 metres or if they were near the red zone, they'd be getting repeat sets. So they were, you know, dialling up the pressure regardless of the referees, gifting them extra possessions. Um, And it wasn't to say that we played particularly poor, but we just couldn't. It was one of those games where, with the possession that was being gifted to them by the referees um, and their game management, we had to be playing essentially 100% to give ourselves a real shot at winning that game. And the fact that we only went down two points you know, speaks that they, to the oh, fact that they played a pretty tough game from behind.
1: Um, one thing I will sort of take note of, I've been a fan of Kalachi, um, you know, for this season. I think he's been re- the really good in the game I saw. Uh, it was a game of forward battles. Like, it was a really big, tough forward battle. And I thought, you know, when we started to come back, that's what really um, set us up for the there's comeback. There's started playing.
2: That stood out there, wasn't there?
1: Ah. Uh, Yeah, Larry Mugatudia and David Lange, who you'll see on the highlights on the um, EELS website, scores an absolutely fantastic try. He's flat-footed and just explodes through the line. (laughs) Scores underneath the post. But, yeah, once we got the ball in those two hands and they... I think there was one set there before we scored, I'm going to say, our second try. Um, First two hit-ups on the kick-off, we were on the 50-metre line. And it was because of those two. So, yeah, I think... um, Got to get the ball in their hands when they're on the field.
0: And then into the SG ball, Ham thought that this might be a close loss, um, but the boys sort of turned it on. 20-20, mm. three tries to four. Kumalafi, um again, getting his name on the try scorer. Another one for Birdie's boy, Penasini. And Tohi as well, picking up a try. Liozu, two from three off the um, boot and two from two penalty goals. You guys, jump in.
2: Uh, well, Ham was, you know... Pretty, pretty accurate in his tip saying it was going to be close, maybe a close loss. Unfortunately we were the team that had the ascendancy um on the weekend and it just got eroded in the second half when the game sort of got real niggly in the ref let the um discipline or well, the the officiating discipline slip a little bit and let Manny Manly sort of influence the ruck in um a, a couple of um, ways. But uh we uh we were in a position both in the first half and the second half to work towards our last second field goals and we didn't take the opportunity of a time, which ended up being the difference, unfortunately. But um, on the whole, it was a pretty solid effort. Uh, we had... i um, trying to think who started from that game. Uh, Dave Hollis played...
0: Sam Hughes was out as Sam well. Sam Hughes was out yes. of
2: concussion, yeah. So Dave Hollis really stepped up in his opening stint, had some great carries. Um, and then... Uh, I we,
1: yeah, was really Filly good young
2: too. Was, and the only, the only knock on Penicini was that the ball didn't get to him often enough. Um, he was yeah. you know, almost untouchable at times.
1: But yeah, just um, when you said set up for a field goal, that's sort of like the, uh, so to put it in context, it was 20 all with two, minute and a half, two minutes to go. And we had a fourth tackle run by Taylor Mawala, who not only broke the line, went past the line, got a quick play the ball, and we went to shift it wide. And you can just tell that that's sort of when our halves or hookers should be stepping up and telling... Um, or, you know, looking to win the game via field goal. That's sort of a, a first-grade play, not spreading it on the fourth tackle and then looking to come up with something on the fifth tackle. That's a very uh, a junior's sort of play, I think. And, you know, in, for Parramatta juniors, we should be looking to um, develop that sort of game sense of Twenty all. Two minutes to go. We've got a fourth tackle. Quick play the ball with a retreating defence. Let's kick the field goal. That's what should have been done. But I think you can also tell that these aren't our first choice halves to say for this grade. Like Bailey Biondiotto is playing That's Jersey right. Flag.
2: is obviously the the star there, and and Dylan Brown, who wouldn't be eligible this year, but um, you know he would have been our first choice flag half as well to push Bailey back down. Um, yeah, and it's unfortunate in saying that because I thought that Jake Arthur played a fantastic game, pretty much for for most of that. His game management was excellent. Um, a lot of his kicks were on point. He defended really strongly against one of the best players in the competition, in, in um, uh, Josh Schuster. And yeah, you know, it just it came down to he had two opportunities to take a field goal, and just the the game got away from him in that regard. So
1: yeah, you know, I just think was, you know between between Arthur was on the field. And with him being around the game so much, I believe that that should be, you know, a half back job, set it all up, get it all done. And I can't remember if Tyler Field was on, but he and Massimo should both have the experience and the, the age sort of thing, because they're 18-year-olds, to say, well, this is what we need to do, this is what needs to be done. I know they're only 17 and 18, so, you know, it can, some things can be forgiven, but I think that was a... A really big tell on their future yeah, playing careers,
2: and it's something like you said that you want to be looking for in these young kids because um, that sort of game management aspect from young halves is a huge tell, you know, in the future of you know whether they're going to be able to handle pressure in first grade. So yeah, this disappointing end to the game. Um, there was a fair bit of niggle in there, which was to be expected with um, paramanly um, games. There just always is, uh, but. Uh, There's there's a lot of talent in this SG SG ball team. So the fact that they overall,
1: I'm happy with the with the game because I thought they were just gonna I thought Manly were gonna come out and flog us. When you see the size of their forward pack, yes, we do have um, Hollis, who's you know six foot six, whatever. But he's not as as thick to say as some of the Manly forwards were. And you know you mentioned Josh Schuster before. He's Parramatta junior, and he's just he's he's definitely one for the future. He's... Big enough to play in the front row, but his passing kicking skills are just he's quick, he's quick enough to play centre. So, if he can keep his head on properly and has a good attitude, he'll definitely be one to be looking out for.
2: And, um, uh, uh, God, what was I gonna say? I'm having oh, yeah, and if you but, but for Parramatta, if you put um Sam Hughes back into that team, you know, there's a, a good mm. chance that we score another try or two in the red zone. So, you know, we're we're still even hold for the out season. one or two. That's you know, right. So. You no, know, exactly. So we're we're still well positioned in the season, still undefeated. Um so there's no reason to be uh, at panic stations by any means.
0: And then um getting on to actual panic stations in the country rugby league Ooh, reps yeah. in the uh, Andrew Johns Cup, Northern Rivers Titans running out fifty two to nil uh victors over the Eels. Um, but things were a lot brighter in the Laurie Daily Cup, which saw the Parramatta Eels run out 60 to nil victors over the Northern Rivers Titans. Um, so obviously two very, very different teams. Um, but I'll just get to those try scorers. So a hat trick for Ricketti, uh, a brace for Mana Kofu, Kofua, sorry, Mana Kofua. Uh, Louis with the brace, Hay with one and that's H-E-Y, hey. Um, Sava Inia, with one, Pasitoa, with one, Lloyd, Tateo, and Drew, with six goals.
2: A lot a lot of our, like, guys that would have been, like, the, the district rep caliber guys in that team, that makes sense, that they absolutely pasted their opposition. Half, though, I mean, more than half those names you just listed have um, Harold Matthews or, or S.G. Ball experience, so... That's um, a reflection on why that team did so well, and the inverse would be true for uh, the the lower grade, where there's a lot of, um, as Ham can attest to, there's a lot of fifteen-year-olds um, in that team, and uh, they're you know lacking physically and experience because of that, and that's you know one of the reasons why they're going to have bad days at the office. But there is um a, there was a big piece of news to come out of the um the transfers for uh, that grade, wasn't there, Ham? There was. Well, who's, who's, who's going to be lining up in Harold Matthews?
1: Oh, I thought we were going to wait for the preview for that. That's, <laughs> that's sort of drum mole stuff there. Yeah, Forty, come on. What, what are you doing? Yeah, that's, that's well, there's a bit of, not spoilers, but bit a bit bit to look forward to for the preview. I just want to talk about, I want to talk about the week that was, not the week that will be. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, okay. We'll get to that. Yeah, you're yeah. a bit too keen, Forty. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, don't forget, just firstly, you can watch these two games on YouTube, on Bar TV, if you search um, Bar TV, Eels versus Titans. Um, they should be up there. Uh, still, great initiative from Country yeah, Rugby League. St- yeah,
0: they, they stay up there. You might just have to look back in the history.
1: Honestly, can't can't wrap them enough for it. And I know they probably won't hear this. I might tag them on Twitter, and they might have a little sneaky listen. But anyway, um, yeah, as Forty said, you know, the... the um, Andrew Johns' side of things there. They're young. You can see they're not quite physically there. Uh, there's a f- fair few 15-year-olds, a couple of 16-year-olds thrown in there that you know aren't quite up to the level of um, Harold Matthews' play. So, yeah, as you said, and um, I'm pretty sure the Northern Rivers Titans, they won their first game like 48 to whatever. So they're a very good attacking team. And, um, yeah, it was, it was a shame that You know we couldn't get a point on the board but that's what this that's what developing is for it's not about from
0: from what i was watching there was just constant repeat sets on our line and just yeah yeah, it was just one of those days so yeah we've got to
1: remember it's not about who can win by 100 nil or whatever it's about developing for first grade and if they Mm -hmm. don't make first grade developing better people so um that's the main thing and now talk about a big win which we all care about and that's the only thing that matters (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah again as 40 said you know some of these names Rocketti um, played in Harold Matthews last year um, Louis is a recruit from New Zealand and when you watch the game he is an absolute monster um, Peter Tarteo was a um, one of the stalwarts of our forward pack in the Harold Matthews last year so you know these guys aren't they're not slouchers. so uh, Passer Tyler the to-
2: Josh Hay they were all you know, yeah, they all experienced players, and, yeah.
1: And so, yeah, I'm not, I'm not surprised that they'd put on like a 60 to nil walloping, and it just goes to show the class of um, if we do lose a few in SG Ball, we can bring these guys up.
0: Well, I think that wraps up the reviews, and we'll jump into the news. Um, the first bit, which I'm all sure you're all aware of, is Reed Marnie has been upgraded from his development contract and extended for another year until the end of the 2020 season. Here comes the money! Here we go, money talk! He made his NRL debut in round 14 against the Cowboys last year and played in nine matches during the 2018 Telstra Premiership. Reid was named in the State of Origin Queensland Under-20 squad and in 2017 he was awarded the Steve Eller NYC Player of the Year at the annual Ken Thornet Medal Awards Ceremony. Big news. So, um, big news, uh, something that we sort of guessed on but uh, it's there confirmed now by the club.
2: I I think that was important to get it done because I wouldn't have been surprised if there was a couple of NRL clubs having a sneak around Reid because he's one of the better young rakes in the game and um and he's got you know NRL performances on his resume you know behind a pretty average pack last year and he was playing pretty well so that's um you'd expect you know onwards and upwards for him this year with a, an improved forward pack
1: yeah and um you know with the recent talk about Isaac Luke, I don't know how much is um rumour and speculation how much is true but. Um, it's good to get one of our young ones tied up uh just for next year and make sure he's definitely top thirty
0: and if you're playing n r l fantasy, it might be a good idea to get him in as your bench hooker. I think he's <laughs> sitting around four hundred five hundred thousand um and he's sitting in my my bench at the moment so um and on that we'll get to it, but I'm going to uh set up a fantasy team and also a fantasy draft. Um, so I haven't done that as yet, but I'll just tweet out the links to that. And the draft won't happen until, I think, not ne- oh, possibly next week, but if not the week after, um, because we've got that next trial against Panthers and plus a couple of other teams are having trials this weekend. Um, so we'll see. Uh, last weekend was terrible for injuries, so we don't want to draft mm-hmm. too early. Um, whilst um, we, um, those injuries could still happen. We definitely picked
2: the good weekend not to have a trial. Holy shit. The, yes. um, the <laughs> yeah. bloodbath blood from that weekend was awful.
1: Let's just hope it doesn't continue. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And then on to uh, officially now, we flagged it last week, but Jamin Salmon has been fined $10,000 and suspended from round one of the 2019 NRL test Telstra Premiership for a low range drink driving charge from a traffic incident late last year. The club reached its decision following discussions with the NRL Integrity Unit. So the Integrity Unit obviously aren't going to come out now and bump it up because we've all uh, been in that process. Should be noted that this happened prior to... To the off season of chaos, um, in that I think it was about August or no, sorry, September, October last year that he was actually that's when it occurred and he was charged a little bit later, that's actually. Right. And- and it's also in line with other punishments you see Greg Inglis over the offseason got two games which were international games um, and then prior to that Papali about a year or two ago got one game on his second drink driver offence. Terrapo got three games but he failed to inform the club about the offending um, and then we also had from the Eels as well um, not great um, but T-Rex I think he got two games um, for drink driving too but I think we gave him a bit more because of um, he was injured at the time as well. So,
1: yeah, I I think um, actually Ford and I were talking earlier today, and uh, just said you know there should be a a standard guideline for these sort of things. I'm I'm happy with the ten thousand dollars suspended fine, and I think the initiative of having to do a presentation in front of his teammates and um, at a, a juvenile detention. Uh, I think that's absolutely fantastic because it makes him think about what he's actually done. But the one game I know past players have only received that much. I just think it should be more.
2: Yeah, it's in, it's in line with what we've seen with other things, and as Ham- Hamish pointed out with the Greg and Inglis suspension and the other Parramatta players that have been suspended in the last couple of years. But yeah, it's it's a it's a tough one because you know drink driving is such a dumb thing to do, and it, and I understand that in Jamin's case he was at a party and it was the next day um after. And he, you know, he'd obviously woken up too early and, you know, there was um, trace elements of alcohol in his system and then he flipped his car or driving his US, uh, SUV around the, the corner too aggressively. But, um, yeah, there's standardizing this stuff so we can take out the the uh, random element that the NRL you know, integrity has brought into a lot of stuff would be fantastic. You know, if your low range drink driving is, you know, two to three gains, mid range is three to four games and you know anything above that is five plus at the discretion of how bad that incident was and you yeah, can obviously glad, extrapolate um, that across other different it's been um, resolved like we know
3: what he's gonna get. So it just it just re um, reiterates my point. Just get an Uber. Just if you think if you're suspicious about your if you're gonna be over the limit, yeah. just get an Uber. It's so it's so easy everyone has a smartphone. Yeah. And You know, maybe Uber has... NRL will probably have to look into, like, a partnership with Uber or something, you know? Like, just...
2: That's actually not that dumb an idea, Bertie. Get Uber on board as a sponsor and then, like, get player discounts or whatever.
3: Like, if they're going to have that whole personal security around players um, thing to make sure they don't muck up, just have, like, an Uber. Even if it's, like, an Uber card that's on the club saying, hey, if you're going to go out drinking, just use this. Like, yeah, just... Then we'll cut down. Then, then it's literally the player's fault because he had the chance to get an yep. Uber and you know, yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: There's no excuse. That's right. the The club has literally provided them with a means to whenever they go out. Yeah. You know, here's your know, um, the the code you use for your Ubers yeah. that give you know, and it goes onto the club's uh, books. Um, yeah, I'm sure but... we probably get built on the side cap for that somehow. <laughs> Even though I, th- a, I
0: think some some clubs do give out those yeah. taxi cards. Um, and, uh, essentially it's charge. like some sort of V. Yeah. yeah, cab charge card. So um but um and just back onto something else you touched on before um, in the NFL, they've got like that mandatory policy, one, drug testing, uh, two, domestic violence, that sort of stuff where they've already got that outline. Yeah. If you do X, you're going to yeah. get two weeks. If you do X, you're going to get six weeks, etc. It'd be nice if the NRL brought that in, but, yeah, you know, we're so, so reactionary. That, that,
2: that way that fans, that way clubs, that way every stakeholder in the game knows that when someone makes a mistake based on what they've done, yeah. this is what they're going to be held... That, that's the standard they'll be held accountable to. Um,
0: and then in other news, which hasn't been confirmed yet, but it's being speculated about, apparently it's meant to come down on Thursday. Um, the NRL, now the reactionary beast that it is, has decided that enough is enough, and they're going to step in and stand down Jack DeBellin. And I also think they're going to stand down Walker too, um, whose matter was in on Tuesday, but um, ultimately adjourned until May because um, they didn't finalise. Um, somebody must have given the <laughs> magistrate um, an estimate of time it was going to run and it ran well beyond that um so uh that's just the backlog in the courts. so the next available date that would have had is may jared um, jared
2: <laughs> playing 5d chess you can't get stood down if you don't have an nRL contract
0: <laughs> you're very much so you can't earn money either um but apparently um and are, they're going to be paid but the clubs will get a salary cap relief if that player is going to be stood down so um by being reactionary and doing something, I think they're just going to open up a whole another can of worms.
2: I can I can see the merit for salary cap relief for the um, the clubs that have been uh, impacted by this because it's not their fault as as far as you know losing a star player like Jack the Bell and whatnot. But I, it could open a can of worms as far as how the NRL implements the salary cap relief. It, it should be a, a twenty nineteen only uh, measure where they can find a player to replace that player. Uh, on the provision that once that player is found, if they're found innocent, that that, that unfortunately the player that they got relief for needs to be moved on because otherwise, you know, they're, they're getting a huge advantage out of that.
0: And then lastly in the news, just a reminder, Blue and Gold Army Festival will be on March the 3rd at Prince Alfred Square in Parramatta from 3 to 6pm, with the EELS members to receive access to an exclusive area for, from 3pm for player signings. Get down there early if you want to get your gear signed, or otherwise you'll just be lining up for two, three hours. Um, so, up completely up to you if you want um, to go down there. You may as well go over to the club, and if you've got your um, membership tickets for this season, um, you'll want to sign up as a club member too. You should be anyway, but just in case you haven't, and that gets you entitled to um, the club parking too in their new uh, uh, multi-storey car park, so you're not going to have to go park around at the old hospital or something like that. Thanks for
3: reminding me. I've got to do that, actually. Yeah, uh, just, just realise. <laughs> hang on, I had to... Uh,
0: well, become a member.
3: Oh, yeah, just... I don't know, like... I'm pro- a club or oh, the football uh, whatever, club, whatever. to get the free parking, whatever it is. You know, just what? What am I going to be a member for? The club, uh, the league's club. Yeah, league club. Be the, I was club, a yeah, member, yeah. but um, probably one of the. Let it run out. Yeah, just. I'm probably a bad uh, person because I don't attend the meetings, and you know, I should. <coughs> I should attend those. Um, what are they called? The meetings and vote, but. What can you do?
0: I th- I think they've got a five year membership for um. For twenty bucks, so four dollars yeah, no, a year. All right. yeah, it's Not just, bad value. I
3: hardly go out that way. Like, to I hardly go to the leagues club. I don't want to waste my money in gambling and shit. But like, that's why. So I don't renew it, pretty much. But yeah, free parking.
0: All right. Well, that'll wrap. Up. <laughs> <laughs> that'll wrap up the news. Um, then into the preview. So junior reps on this weekend. Uh, so we're playing the Wests. Tigers in the Tarsha Gales, then we're playing the Western Suburbs Magpies, they brought them back last year, um, in the mats and SG Ball, however two games will be played at New Era and one game will be an away game at Campbelltown Stadium, so um, geniuses at New South Wales Rugby League, uh, give yourself a round of applause, oh, I thought you might just want to have a dig at New South Wales Rugby League for a little while. Oh,
1: I, I, I could, that could be another podcast, but anyway.
0: Uh, um, people, it, people only need to go
1: onto the New South, Wales, New South Wales Rugby League homepage to see what's wrong there.
0: Um, so I don't have the team list, but I'll just do some ins and outs, which is for... Wait, I can tell you the team list from memory. Here we go. All right. Oh well, I was going for the Tasha Girls, which is at okay. ten a.m. Yeah, yeah go Tasha yeah, yeah, go. No, no, you no, tell no. me the team list. You no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's four outs and two, four, six, seven ins. So we'll see um, what happens on the weekend um, for the women. Um, but the West Tigers are currently in third position and unbeaten, so three wins from three games. Um, so and and just on that, um, I'll touch on the. Ladder positions for all of those uh, competitions. So Tasha Gale's a fifth, Harold Matthews a fifth, and S.G. Ball is fourth. Um, All right, then to the mats, 11:30 a.m. New Era Stadium. Uh, There's some ins for the Eels that you wanted to get into.
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, I think the big in. And can we pop? Do you have like sound effects? You can pop in. I'm sure I can get some. just, just Just pop a drum roll in. Drum roll. Alright, um, lining up on the bench is Miles Martin. Now, no one will know who that is, but I am very excited for this young man because he comes from um, Bathurst St. Pat's and he has the best hairstyle ever in the world. A great blonde mullet. Um, yeah, I just thought he was really impressive in the trials and, uh, yeah, he's got a lot of football sense. He's Quite tall, he's a bit lanky, but he's got room to fill out. I'm just really excited, really proud for him to um, step up, especially given he's only turning fifteen this year, so that's a big big occasion for the young man. Uh, um I don't uh, no.
3: Does he have the Ryan Grant S- Mullet? Um is it
1: Similar I put a bit more on top podcast. Got a bit more on top. Yeah, like so that's the mullet. mullet, still the best it- Miles is better because he's blonde, so it's just, it gets more and more disgusting the blonder it gets. He needs to, um, hydrogen peroxide it. (laughs) So, yeah, that's the big one. That's the big inclusion, I believe, for the Harold Matthews this week.
0: And what position?
1: Uh, lock.
0: Okay, so another 13. Um... And as I said before, coming up against the Westerns, uh, sorry, yeah, Western Suburbs Magpies at New Era Stadium at 11:30 a.m. Well, I we're running Western 15. Suburbs. Oh, sorry, you just got to say. Thirteenth, okay, thirteenth, close, close. Um, and then into the SG Ball, the Western Suburbs Magpies in thirteenth position, uh, taking on the Eels again. In uh, we're in fourth in that competition. Yep. Um, at Campbelltown stadium. So I don't know if you're going to be able to get from new era over to Campbelltown oh,
1: your Penrith after um, that. No, I won't be able to.
0: Yeah. It's pretty, pretty yeah. rough, um, <laughs> track, especially with, uh, as we'll get on to, but the three grades in action out at Pen- uh, Penrith stadium and Jersey flag yeah. or flag as it's more <laughs> usually known at three thirty PM, <laughs> um, um, and do you have anything to touch on in the uh, the SG ball there?
1: Um, yeah, a few. Sam, Sam Hughes is back. Yeah, a few positional changes as well as Sam Hughes um, being named on the bench. Um, Sam Luizu moves in from the wing to the centres, which pushes Pennacini Toby, or Penny Toei as he's more commonly known, into the second row. Um, Tyler Field moves in to starting uh, five-eighth. He was the starting hooker. Um, David Tui moves into the starting team and Tavita Massima, who's usually our 5'8", moves onto the bench. Um, yeah, I think both teams should easily win these two games. We usually... Um, Western Suburbs Magpies are well, thir- running 13th at the moment. I'm not sure who they've played um, so far in the competition, but I think they've only won one game each, I believe. So, um, yeah, this is this, this is one of the games that we should be... You know, just going out um, and just not not necessarily dominating our position, but making it sure that we never look like we're going to lose.
0: And then into the country rugby league uh, juniors competition in the Johns Cup at 12 p.m. on Saturday, so 12 p.m. noon, at Pertec Park in Singleton. The Greater Northern Tigers taking on the Parramatta Eels, so away this week. And then in the Daily Cup at 1.20 p.m., the Greater Northern Tigers taking on the Parramatta Eels, also at Pertec Park in Singleton. And then on to the three grades, which will be taking place at Panthers Stadium in Penrith, or Penn Earth, God, they've, they've misspelled frigging everything on this printout. <laughs> P-E-N-I-R-T-H. Come on, it's not they that hard. They don't deserve to have their names spelt correctly, though, so... It's Saturday, 2 March 2019, uh, Westgate's open from 3.15pm, and Jersey Flag, F-L-A-G-G, or as it's more commonly known, FLEG. Um, who, who wrote this? Was this Ben? Bertie? <laughs> Bertie, you're on to him. Can't say, man.
3: I'm going to get an email one day, and uh, I want to keep my membership, so <laughs> hashtag
0: leave Ben alone. Hashtag uh, uh, Jersey flag kicking any off ones? at 3.30pm. Um, <laughs> then the North and South gates will open at 5pm, and the ISP will kick off at 5pm. Um, the great thing about these is we don't have any team lists as yet, um, although I know Penrith got their team list out today. Do you to want me to run so.
1: through them? Because I could probably... Probably, no, um, I, I think we've got something. a pretty good
0: idea. If, if you want to run through it, that's, that's quite all right.
1: Oh, no, that's a, I'm, I'm happy if you don't need, need me to.
0: Well, some, some of the standouts. Who do you think is going to be stepping up in the flag?
1: In the flag? Um, Bailey Biondioto. I think if people get out there early, he should be playing in the number seven jerseys. Um, we brought him down from Innisfail, I believe, two years ago for the Harold Matthews. Um, very good kicking game, incredibly quick, incredibly fit. Uh, I think the his probably only problem is is a bit short, but with his skills and application, um, I think he's a, he's one to look out for. Still only eighteen. Um, who else is there? Who else is in there? Oh Solomon, oh, Solomon Naiduki, who's from uh, Fiji. There was a fair few articles about him signing with Canberra, but he eventually signed with us. So he should be playing on the wing, I believe. So, um, yeah, he's another one to look out for. Who else have we got in the? Sh- Jesse Cronin, yes. Lovely, lovely young man from um, Newcastle. I'm not sure where in Newcastle. That Jesse Cronin. He, I should know where he's from, but anyway. Uh, plays lock, dummy half, prop. Uh, just gives it his all every game. He'll smash him in defense. He'll smash him in attack. Um, yeah, it puts 100% into everything. Another one to look out for is Aaron Shelford, who we've brought down from Burley Bears. He's a 19 or 20 year old. I'm not too sure. I think 19. Um, yeah, plays on the edge. Uh, looks like a mini Tepo Moroa. So yeah, watch out for those ones
3: got to ask you, um, Ham and Forty, with Marnie off contract now, what, off end of 2020, Brown in 2020, and Schneider at the end of 2020, and with Bailey, I don't know what his contract situation. Out of those four, who would be who would have the highest ceiling in terms of talent? Like, it, like take away age and like when they're gonna be playing first grade, but who Sorry, would who have the highest ceiling? Sorry, so that could be a genuine ship- superstar for this. Uh, Bailey, Kyle. Um, Marnie and oh, Brown. Jeez. I'm going I to
2: think, say, I Dylan, I think yeah. if you're talking pure talent, I think Dylan Brown's, he's got like freakish athleticism to go with like, you know, his poise and, and you know, playmaking ability. But, um, uh, Kyle Snyder's as well credentialed a young hooker as you're ever going to see. He's, you know, captained every new South Wales team in every age division. Um, and you know, he's got a, a full repertoire of skills, he can kick as good as any um, young hooker Smart. I've seen. Um, and he, you know, he's obviously a very good passer, and his goal kicking is <laughs> all right. Um, it's, it's sometimes it's amazing, sometimes it's not. Um, but uh, it's hard because then you see someone like Reed, who's yeah. actually produced in first grade behind a pretty, you know, uh, well, to be generous, a pretty mediocre pack. So I think it's one, one is Dylan, and then. Probably two A two B is Reid and um and Snyder and then behind them is Bailey, if only because we haven't seen him play. Yeah, and we haven't seen him for twelve months, so it's really hard to gauge
1: because he was up playing for the uh, Pride or Blackhawks. Uh, I think it
3: was the Blackhawks. I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure, but
1: yeah, he's been up in Queensland for twelve months, so you know he was impressive in the trial, but you never really know until we see regular game time, but. Yeah, between those four, it's it's you know in terms of what I've seen in the junior games and in a couple of trial matches, very four very good young players.
3: Yeah, just I, I just as I said uh, in the previous post, I really want to build our team around a very young and talented spine. Like, I hate praising about Penrith, they've got a very young spine and talented, but something similar to that, and with you know. Brown coming through, obviously, and uh, Marnie. But, look, I can't wait for Schneider. Like, you guys have talked him up. Like, I haven't seen him play, but you've talked to him quite a bit. And it's going to be interesting to see yeah, well, if that, we keep be both beyond 2020. From now, or, yeah, well, that
1: would because contracted until 2020 because that's the year he turns 20 years old. So, um, it'll be a huge decision by the club, huge decision by the two players um, come that time.
3: Because Marnie would be third season in yeah, NRL. he might, he might
1: even have to, you know, half, really half what, a season by the time the contract NRL? things go. You know, he might have... Never...
2: And it, yeah. it could be a case of playing it by ear because you never know. Marnie might end up demanding a you know a monster contract from somewhere else. And, you know, on a business level it might make sense to, you know, take Snyder over him or vice versa. Maybe, you know, Snyder has injury issues that make Marnie the um, obvious guy to lock down long term it's it's a case of wait and see because they're obviously both very talented and you just need to see how the footy gods you know take us between now and then
0: and is there anybody in the i s p that you guys wanted to give a rap? in
1: terms of wentty contracted players
0: or uh, no for for the trial match sorry on on saturday yeah even hundred
1: percent
2: um he'll he'll be he'll be playing the back end of the first grade game too. Um but him, Mike Aceva will be very interesting to watch the um the Fijian prospect that we picked Slici up. from Foyinger, I'm uh, interested
1: to see how he goes. Um yeah, hopefully he can Slici. get his hands on the ball a lot more than the last trial match and show his playmaking abilities. Um other than that though, it's gonna be a lot of like a lot um, of first I'm trying grade to think of else. um outside of this top seventeen in there, so
2: I mean, Oregon Cafusi and Stefano Tuakamana will be playing the um, ISP or the first half of the ISP game, so they're um, both you know interesting guys to to keep an eye on because Oregon's obviously played a few first grade games, but um him and Stefano are very much
1: you know the next young forwards to come through. In Terms of Wenty contracted players, though, I didn't get to see him in the trial match, but apparently Josh Bergerman had um, a good trial because his last name is probably the best uh, chip. Ever? The Bergam... The Bergam... Um, do you remember... could you guys remember the Burgerman Bergaman? Oh, good. Bring him back. Hashtag bring back mm, Bergam. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... Charlton Scharfhausen. Who's a winger we got over from Newtown last year. He scored a hat-trick against Wenty in ISP. And he's, um... How how could I describe him? A bulldozer. A bulldozer, he's Beretta Foremo, but faster. With bigger uh, hair. Yes. <laughs> the Great
3: American Hulk. I saw
1: him playing, um... Oh, who was he playing for the other day? Hull... Hull Kingston Rovers in the Super League? Yeah, so... Okay, Good old yeah. Beretta, our, um... Everyone's favourite Wenny player,
0: Beretta Foremo. Beretta 9mm. <laughs>
3: Uh, apparently, apparently Hamish's uh, oh, favourite is... Uh, Bo Henry. Was it Ben Henry? No, Ben
0: no, Henry. No, he, he was an playing ISP, He was, he was, a got he got was, was playing in the, was in the Superior, was superior was competition. There. Ron yeah. Massey help. Well, we've just got
1: some uh, breaking news. Sorry to yeah. skip ahead a little bit here. Tomorrow or Thursday on the website will be where you can find the Parramatta team list first. Tomorrow, <laughs> Tomorrow or, or Thursday.
2: Tomorrow or Thursday. Exactly, the so <laughs> oh, how is that so
0: high? Okay, well let's jump on to kickoff 7pm for the first graders. Um, so tickets are available. Um, they've got a link there on the website which I'll link to in the show notes. Um, but I think it's Ticketek website. Uh, adult tickets are available available for twelve fifty, concession ten bucks, juniors seven fifty, or a family of four for thirty bucks and under five is free. Um, so if you've got any kids, bring them along. And Penrith have got their team list out, and it looks like they're going pretty much for what their round one team is going to look like, so I'll quickly run through them. At fullback, Edwards makes a return after... it Was it a knee? Was it something he did last year?
2: Yeah, I think he blew his knee yeah. out last year. And then
0: yeah. on the wings, uh, Malakai. Malakai with Tenny Les- Lesniak. Um, Dallin doing an injury in the preseason as well, was didn't he? Was that in
2: New Zealand that he hurt himself? Yep. Yeah.
0: yeah, sorry, yeah, so- sorry. I meant the, a preseason international. <laughs> Uh, Josh Mansour on the other wing, and then in the centres, Waka Blake and Dean Fahre, who you'd expect to be their starting uh, centre pairing. Uh, Then in the halves, James Maloney Nathan Cleary in starting props, Tamo and Regan Campbell-Gillard returning also from injury. Uh, Number nine, Sione Katoa, and then in the second row, Jack Hetherington and Isaiah Yeo. Um, with who who blew out themselves? It was K- uh kick out last week doing an injury. And we're not quite sure. We haven't got um, it. Was it an MCL that he did? Or we're not entirely yeah, uh, sure yet.
1: High grade two, according so it, to
0: the great Duke. So more than likely he's going to be missing for round one or he'd just be in contention. I to
2: three, three weeks, two to three weeks like in the, into the season potentially. So. If it's a grade two, it'll be four plus
1: weeks, I think. Yeah, four to six weeks for grade two. But they said high grade two, so probably six weeks.
0: Then yeah. at lock, James Fisher-Harris on the interchange bench. They're uh, deputizing... Uh, sorry, their bench hooker, Wade Egan. Tim Grant makes a return. Um, okay. Cade uh, Ellis... Hammer Sile from the Dragons, uh, Tyrone May, Liam Martin, Jerome Luai, Tyrell, Fui Mayono, uh, ex Eel and ex Rabido, and Tyrone Phillips. Um he, he was a winger from Bulldogs, wasn't he, Tyrone Phillips? Yeah, he went over to
1: him last year.
2: South Sydney then then the dogs, I think.
3: Yeah, South Sydney fullback in the Harold Mats. He tore it up. I remember watching him. He was he was he had huge talent, but Obviously, he got a, he got hang out with uh, Dylan Walker. Didn't they have, like, a punch-on with other people in a uh, car park? Or was that another I person? I not I'm
2: not sure.
0: Yeah, just li- a, list, yeah. List, list the number well, of um, punch-ons that's, Dylan Walker's been on.
3: That's a, um, I'm going to say that's a bad bench for Penrith. Like, when I say bad, it's, it's very weak. Like, if you've got Tim Grant on there, you, you're doing something... He's struggling there. They're gonna. I reckon they're gonna struggle this year in terms of their bench impact. <laughs> Watch this; he's gonna bite me in the ass later. But um, I think our bench is way better than theirs. Just looking at it, like I'm thinking, okay, they've got they've got a decent starting pack, but after that first twenty minutes, they got no one because last year they used to have uh, Tamo and um Merin. What's that guy's name? The guy that left. What's his name? Merin. He was he was on the bench, and they used to bring on. Yeah, so he, you know, that was at least good impact, but.
0: You know, and they've got that poor bloke Grant, that's done about five knees. Um, oh, gosh, what's his name? He, I think he's still contracted for this year, too. Yeah, McKendry. McKendry.
3: Yeah, so, like, you know, hopefully we can do a reverse on them. Like, last year, we can um, withstand the storm in the beginning and then overrun over them towards the end of the game
0: for round one. But that'll be for another podcast. Yeah, pod. and so this one's going to be live-streamed. Uh, it's on penrithpanthers.com.au, but I assume it's also going to be on the NRL but app, but you'll need to sign up uh, on nrl.com just to make sure you don't have any screw-ups when you're just wanting to stream in. Uh, guest commentators will be Phil Gould and Matt Thompson, so you might want to put Hooray. it on mute.
1: Is there going to be a, a sneaky return oh, of geez. 40s amateur hour? <laughs> <laughs> or will get might shut down f- by the feds again?
2: Maybe maybe, maybe we could stick Those shadowy league figures, we'll they're going to get you 40. <laughs> can, um, can, turn off, can turn off the... Uh, or mute the audio on the stream and then you just, just put us on.
1: Hear me just yelling.
0: I want some pirate radio forty. Or you <laughs> can join in the
3: Discord and um, go on the voice chats and we can yeah, commentate the game. So yeah. no one else can listen to <laughs>
0: Yeah. So. Um, so we're assuming that we're probably going to run out uh, uh, all-strength back line, uh, sorry, team. Um, so do we want to go through who we think? So full-back uh, Gutherson yeah. uh, in the halves, it's more than likely going to be Brown and um, Moses. And then at hooker, it's going to be Reed Marnie, um, unless we do sign Isaac Luke, but that's looking less and less likely now, <laughs> um, how things change very quickly. Um, and just on that, getting back onto the news, South Sydney Rabbitohs in a whole lot of shit Um, But then they can keep George Burgess and also sign Ethan Lowe and get rid of Robert Jennings, who was on all. Then Melbourne Storm uh, reported to be over the cap by $600,000 this season after just re-signing Cam Smith for some stupid amount of money. How the hell was that contract even registered? And then you've got the West Tigers also carrying a couple, uh, that fine for the Robbie Farrar, silly buggers. Uh, and they've gone and signed bloody Robert Jennings. Like, what the frig's going on?
1: Yeah. No idea. First in, last out. No, no, last in, first out.
0: <laughs> and so, and sorry, Sharks as well, picking up Seguiaro, although I don't think Seguiaro was in the frame for anybody else because he was off market for a long time.
3: Apparently on uh, Bill and Boz, didn't they say uh they can pay, they they can get compliant over two years or something? Like...
0: Sharks? Yeah, that was Sharks. Oh.
3: Uh... I think that's on Bill and Boz. It's just it's just ridiculous how they can keep signing these players and like I don't know. Obviously, Tom Greenberg, you know, he man, he needs to he needs to either sort the shit out or he has to leave because you can't keep doing
0: this. but right, you know? well, let's get back to happier things. But, let's run through the team list. So we're probably expecting on the wings. Um, who are we actually ex- expecting? Of course, we're going to see Fergo on one ring. George
2: George Jennings, yeah, I think, George. will be the the George, first choice.
0: Okay. So, so what do you think the um, the depth chart is there? Ferguson, George, French, or does Sivo beat French, um, or does
1: I think the further uh, it goes on into the season, Sivo will move up just because he's had a coming off a shoulder injury, and so I think you know after a month he might move above French. But if it's any time before the first month or two, it'll be French that slots in there.
0: Okay, and then in the centre positions, uh, Michael Jennings will have one spot on lock. And then do they play Salmon or do they play Tacker? Um, noting that Salmon will be out I expect Tacker
2: get, get the first run. I think looking at the training gallery today with Tacker lining up in the, or Salmon lining up in the opposed team rather, I think that they'll look to get their round one option as, you know, match fit as and possible. And
0: starting props, you'd expect Junior Paulo and Dan Alvaro. Mm hmm. And yes, then sir. in the back row, there's a bit of conjecture on who's going to play where, but you'd like to see Nathan Brown at lock. And then in the left and right um, second row positions, either one of Manu Ma'u, um, Sean Lane, or potentially Tep Maroa, um any one of those three, or well, two of those three. Sorry. Sound right to you guys?
2: Yeah, yeah, can't, can't really argue and- with that.
0: Yeah, then it'll be same. fighting for bench spots, but you'd expect probably Terrapo on the bench, uh, potentially Will Smith as a bench hooker. Um, Kayser's still <laughs> injured, so he's a little while away. Um, then you've also got, who else? Do, so one of Maroa or Ma'u or Sean Lane, um, whoever doesn't make the starting second row, and Tim Manor potentially on the bench. Penny Terrapo um, Penny Teripo. Um, oh, I thought I've, I already touched Terrapo. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, no, you're up. Um,
1: but yeah, then it'll be like the guys moving up from the ISP trial. You'd probably Caffuzzi. um Evans will probably get a run. Maybe Stefano. Then you know Parry, Sivo.
0: Did you say uh, Morada? Oh, yeah, Morada. Sorry, I, I left your man out. <laughs> <laughs> get the boy, man. The pod. The, the, pod, the pod god. god, god. Where? Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, so, uh, once we get that team list, which we're assuming is, well, it'll be sometime this week. In the next 24 to 48 hours. I, I, I wish I had a job like that, though. You could just say, oh, yeah, you'll get it out in the next couple of days. Everybody else was done uh, two days ago, but, yep. Um, in any event, um, you'll get that team list shortly, and we'll post that up on Twitter, Facebook, um, and also get you that, uh, that link to the live stream, too. Um, but, again, if you can't catch... Um, I can't get down there in person. You can catch at least the first grade on the live stream. It's going to play out probably similar to the Raiders games. Uh, get 50 or so minutes for the first grade team, and then after that, sort of start subbing out players and get Wenty contract. Oh, we'll get Wenty players or or people that are on the fringe in, and then um, probably Wenty contracted players for the probably last 10, 15 minutes or so. All right. Well, I think that wraps up the previews for this week. Um, I'll get into plugs, Birdie. What have you been? Catching up on this week.
3: Um. Oh, my. Uh, Tottenham Hotspurs—they lost, which <laughs> probably Ham, Ham's probably happy. But um. Yeah. Like, just once again. Once again, though, I reckon this referee, Mike Dean. So, there's been a, a few years ago. He celebrated a goal. I want to say celebrated, but he walked, ran off after the goal, like sort of like celebrated with the team, which is I don't reckon it's true. So he's had this perceived um reputation that he's a Spurs fan which and ever since then he's done everything in his power to prove he's not you know which means give 50-50 calls to the opposition and he had a shocker on the weekend so at the end of the game um, our coach lovable Matt, he has never said a bad thing about anyone literally he never blows up he went to the referee to explain he, to express his frustration with the referee, and as he's walking off, the referee says something because he reacts and he goes, he points to the camera and says, "What did you say? Repeat to the camera." And obviously, the referee um, not going to say because he's an egocentric <laughs> prick. So, um, obviously, and now what's what's funny? He was supposed to be the fourth official this Wednesday against Chelsea, but he's been um, removed. So obviously, he's he said something, but he's not going to own up to it. And obviously, Poch is going to get a fine. So. Other than that, um, oh, there's a podcast I listen to, the NFL draft or the draft show, so I'm um, very good, looking forward to it. Um, yeah, other than that, that's it, yeah. Did
0: I, did I plug my Twitter, actually? Bevan Heaven One. Yeah, you well, plugged yeah, it now. Yeah, you're getting keen. So, free agency, that opens up in the next couple of days, doesn't it?
3: Yeah, um, there's no doubt, um, Mr. Big Chess will end up in San Fran. Oh, so uh, yeah. I, go I don't AFC know. He might end but up in Green Bay. Bay. They've
0: got
2: a lot of cap space.
3: You honestly think Pittsburgh will give him, uh, let him up to? So you, got, you honestly think he'll go to AFC? I don't think so. It'll be like this whole arm um, Kawhi Leonard. He'll uh, he'll go to the East. And, like when Spurs didn't want him to go to the West the Lakers, to Lakers, he'll go to the he'll go to the NFC. He'll, go he'll
0: go not there, be going to Green Bay. But yeah. He did. He did like a post from Green Bay the other week. <laughs> so that that's the big thing. Apparently, every time he likes it, anything to do with Green Bay, he's automatically coming there. Um, but they reckon um, Antonio Brown. He's probably going to the Jets.
1: Sorry, who? I don't recognise that name, Antonio Brown.
0: He's the cover. He's the cover for Mr. the uh, latest just, Madden game, Madden Nineteen. Does, does he have a
3: nickname
1: so, or something yeah. I could recognise him by? Mr. Nah.
3: Big Chest. His cousin's just. got a nickname called Hollywood Brown. He's We're actually gonna be drafted
1: this show. Mr. Big Chest.
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh the here, man. As as Hamish says, if someone calls himself that's not really a nickname, you know, like I oh,
1: know I feel like you can make yeah, it allowed Mr. Mr. Big, Big Chest. It's just so far yeah. out there that's sort of like um well do you guys remember Ziz? The um he had his friend oh,
3: Chessbra yeah. the
0: his body Chesbra, that's on the same yeah. level as Chesbra. Myron, bro. Yeah, sorry. sorry yeah. I meant Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell's probably going to the Jets. Um, 40. Yeah. yeah, he'll
2: go. Um, ben Simmons attempted his second proper free of the season. It nearly went in again. It didn't go in. But then cleaned up the ball um, and then dunked it. So that was pretty cool. So, yeah, that, that's cool. Um, baseball spring uh, preseason games are happening, which is interesting. Um, the team I follow, the Mariners, suck worse than Parramatta. So that's um, you know, another case of uh, hope springs eternal, but not much success. Um, but they've been doing pretty well with their young guys. And aside from that, not much. Um, you can always catch us uh, on uh, thecumberlandfro.com and on Twitter at EelsTCT. And
0: him.
1: Um, not much has been going on in my life, so nothing really interesting. But if anyone wants to, they can... Um, I might set up a GoFundMe page because Jacob Collier who's an outstanding jazz perf- uh, artist, is having one show at the Sydney Opera House for... It's going to be $87. So if anyone wants to, you know, sling some money my way, that'd be lovely. I'll give you my um, bank details for all that.
0: And then <coughs> lastly, at Parapodcast, forward slash Parapodcast on oh, sorry, Facebook. Sorry,
1: sorry just, just to... Or alternatively, you can send the money to Hamish's residential address, which is...
0: Pass Um, (laughs) I'm going to get it one day (laughs) One day it's going to slip out Catch us on Twitter (laughs) At Parapodcast Facebook forward slash Parapodcast And I've just set up that fantasy draft um, Regular fantasy head to head And tipping So fantasy head to head There's 20 teams so get in as quick as you can Uh, The name is Parapodcast All one word And the code, it's a private league, is nine, capital Y, capital R for rabbit, H for Hamish, H for Hamish, S for Sierra, nine, the number nine, and then U for, well, what do you want to call U? UFO, maybe. Uh, Draft league, which is going to run on Wednesday, the 13th of March at 6.30pm, 20. People can come into that as well. Uh, C for cat, Z, T for tango, A for alpha, 5, S for oh, Sierra. U is, U is uniform, 2 Sorry. for alpha. Um, so that's your, your code there. And then into the NRL tipping, again, para podcast, which is P-L, P for Peter, L for... Um, Lauren, Z for Zebra, D for Diego, 2, J for John, F for Fred, and 7. So just again, Fantasy Head-to-Head is Parapodcast. The Draft League is Parapodcast Draft, and the NRL Tipping is Parapodcast. And I'll put up all those um, links and passwords on Twitter and Facebook. So if you want to join in, feel free. Um, I've got my... Well, I've got my first uh, fantasy team put together, um, but I need to make some changes on it after last weekend. I think that wraps us up for this week. Um, so hopefully we see you down at the trial at Penrith on Saturday. Um, unfortunately, I can't make it because I'm going to be up the coast of the 60th birthday, um, but uh, I'll probably have the live stream um, on the side.
1: If anyone wants to um, for me to save a seat also, just flick me a either a, a mention on Twitter or a DM or... You know, even the the
3: for one small fee of eighty-seven dollars, <laughs> yeah, you can reserve, reserve your seat. seat. I'm
1: going to try and get in the uh, in the grandstand. There'll be a few of us. I'm pretty sure uh, the TCT boys will be there. So, well, you know, you might hate us and want to sit on the other side of the field. Just so, um, yeah, you can do that either way. So yeah, thank you.
0: And also potentially seeing you down there at the Blue and Gold Army Festival at Parramatta on Sunday. I believe I'll be going down with the little one because I assume they're going to have blow-up rides and that sort of crap, which should, should just wear her out. So um, that's the way to do it. Um, and other than that, I think we should probably, we haven't done it for a while, but we should plug our um, resident Nambucca Heads resident, um, Sports First Nambucca Heads uh, or Sports First Nambucca, um for our resident uh, Nambucca. Ugh, fucking hell <laughs> Mbuckahead's um, a resident um, so if you want to catch some NRL gear ready before the season starts um, that's the place to go and do it um, but other than that I think that wraps us up unless you guys have got anything more
1: nah, all sweet. All right, we'll
0: sweep yeah, catch I'm you on the next you. one guys see you later have a good one see you, see you guys go power up We, we raise our
1: voices to the
0: scribes.